How would you feel if this gift that you put so much time and intention into that you gave to someone you love if they didn't use it? If they just left it in their closet and never used it? How would that make you feel? Versus if you put all of this intention and time into this gift and you gave it to them and you curated this gift perfectly for them and you see them use it, you see them wear it, wouldn't that make you happy? to another episode of In Harmony, giving you lights and encouragement to pursue the incredible life that God has for you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm very excited to talk about this um, topic because it might be a little taboo um, and there might be a lot of people out there who don't actually think you should have this mentality or pursue these things. But I'm going to explain to you why that might be the biggest thing holding you back and how it couldn't be further from the truth. So let's jump right into it. Today, we're talking about standing out, standing out in the workplace, standing out in your marriage, standing out in your relationships, standing out in every area of your life. How can you differentiate yourself from the crowd in order to achieve the life that God has for you? Because I promise you, it's an incredible life. So to start off, this is actually based on a podcast that I heard on the Bigger Pockets real estate podcast. Um, this episode, though, wasn't really talking about real estate. They were talking about mindset because they were interviewing Tom Brady's performance coach, Greg Harden. That's right. The GOAT, the greatest of all time, the quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady himself, with all of his accolades and glory, has a performance coach. He has somebody to coach him so that he can improve on his game, on his mindset, on his skill. In the podcast, the first thing that he says is he says, you know, the interesting thing about Tom Brady is he's not the fastest. He's not the strongest. He doesn't have the longest stride or the longest jump, but his commitment to the sport, his heart and his ability to persevere is unmatched. And that's what makes him the incredible player that he is today. That's what makes him stand out from the rest. And I hope that's reassuring to you because sometimes, for example, in real estate, you know, I have to be just the best salesman. I have to work on my tone. I have to do all of these things. And I have to have like a natural inclination. But if you just show up, do your job, give your 100% to that job every single day, are transparent, are hardworking, and take care of your clients as you would want to be taken care of, you would be surprised how much that makes you stand out just doing that alone. Greg Harden coins the term, the key to Tom Brady's success is that he gives 100%, 100% of the time. But what does that mean? That sounds like a lot of work. The reality is, is that most of us do not want to give our 100%. Most people just do the bare minimum to slip by. They do the bare minimum so that, it, that they don't get fired, um, but that they don't do too much effort, that they're doing more than everybody and that they're, they're exerting more energy than they have to. But living in that comfort zone is where mediocrity lives. And that is the death of the purpose that God has for you because you were not designed to be mediocre. In Genesis, it says God created you in his image. Is your God mediocre? 
Is your God ordinary? Is your Does your God do just enough to get by? No, he made you in his image. He could have made anybody else. The chances of you being born is literally one in over 19 trillion. You don't think he was intentional about the gifts that he gave you? You don't think he was intentional about the talents and the interests that he equipped you with? You're like, think of yourself as like an Avenger, like you're Captain America or you're Iron Man and you have this superpower and these skills. That's your toolbox. And nobody else has the same toolbox that you have. But the sad reality is that most people will die not using all of their tools. They may use one or two partly, but they don't even get to the bone marrow, to the real substance of what their potential is. They just do the bare minimum. That is the reality and how important it is for you to give 100% of your effort to 100% of the things that you do. What does that mean? Even though I'm tired, I'm gonna give 100% of myself to this workout. Even though I'm exhausted from work, I don't wanna have this conversation with my spouse, I'm gonna give 100% of myself to them because I made a commitment and this is my partner. Even though I really don't want to have this difficult conversation with a friend, I'm going to give my 100% of myself to my friend because I care about them. If you were to make that change in your life to give 100% to the things you don't want to do, can you imagine what would happen when you get to do the things that you do want to do? If you constantly get in the habit of giving your 100% to the things you don't like, you're going to build that muscle of self-discipline you're gonna build that muscle of self-motivation so that when you get to do the things that actually light you up, no one's gonna be able to stop you. You're gonna be unstoppable. How you do one thing is how you do everything. So in everything that you do, 100% of the things that you do, give it your 100%. Your life is gonna change dramatically in every area of your life because of it. The second way that you can stand out in your life and live a life of greatness and not mediocrity is to overcome fear. You would be surprised how much potential lives inside of people that dies with them because they let fear overcome them instead of them overcoming their fears. The truth is, is think about all of the people that you admire in your life. Maybe it's Oprah Winfrey, maybe it's Tom Brady, maybe it's Tony Robbins, maybe it's your boss, somebody in your company whose position you want. I promise you that that person battles with security often, if not every day. I would argue every time that person steps up on the platform, every time that person steps up onto the pitch, they battle with insecurity and they think, am I qualified to do this? Can I do this? But you know what separates them is that they do it. They don't let the fear stop them. Just because you have fear doesn't make you a failure. It's not bad to have fear. It's normal. Think about the most exciting moments of your life. Maybe it was when you got married. Maybe it was when you had your first kid. Think about the moments of your life that you're like, that is one of the highlights in my life. Think about the way that you felt. Your heart was probably racing. You were probably sweaty. You probably even had feelings of anxiousness and anxiety. Guess what? Those same physiological sensations are the sensations that you have when you have fear. Most likely, those moments in your life that are the most memorable, they had fear twined inside of them. Maybe you're 
wedding day was the most one of the most exciting days of your life most likely you had the sensation of fear as well you had the fear that am i going to be a good husband am i going to be a good wife am i making the right choice fear doesn't mean you should stop fear does not make you weak Fear does not mean that you don't have the ability to overcome. It's a natural part of things. And I promise you, even the biggest leaders in the world, even the presidents, experience fear on a daily basis. The only thing that separates them from everybody else is that they still push through, that they still persevere. And you have to build that muscle because it's going to separate you from the crowd like nothing else. God is powerful and he made powerful people. If he's calling you to do something, if he's calling you to open up that business, if he's calling you to take that risk, it's because he gave you the tools that you need to overcome it. And it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be handed to you on a silver platter, but that doesn't mean you should stop. You must overcome. And I would say, I would dare say that a lot of times when we're fearful about pursuing the thing that God put in us, it's not always so much the fear that we're going to fail, but a lot of times it's the fear of desiring greatly, of pursuing greatness. Maybe you've always wanted to start that business and you think, I couldn't do that. I don't, I shouldn't want to be successful. I shouldn't want to make a lot of money for my family or for my legacy. Who do I think I am? What will other people think? Sometimes it's not just the fear of if the business fails, but it's the fear of having the confidence to dare greatly, to having the ability to pursue greatness. But I promise you, God doesn't get mad at you from desiring greatness. He is a great God and he wants greatness for you, your life. He doesn't want you to live in lack. He wants you to use every single tool and nut and bolt and screw in your toolbox to its max capacity. That's why he gave it to you. Think about um, a friend in your life that it's their birthday and you're like, oh my gosh, your best friend, I want to get them this really cool gift. So you try really hard, you put a lot of thought into it and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to put, um, I'm going to give them this. I think they'll really like it because it's their skin, it goes with their skin tone and you do all this research to give them the best gift ever. When you give it to them, how would you feel if this gift that you put so much time and intention into that you gave to someone you love if they didn't use it? If they just left it in their closet and never used it? How would that make you feel? Versus if you put all of this intention and time into this gift and you gave it to them and you curated this gift perfectly for them and you see them use it, you see them wear it, wouldn't that make you happy? That's how God feels. He was intentional about the gifts he gave you. He was intentional about the purpose that he prepared for your life. And he wants you to pursue it. He wants you to use it to every last centimeter, every last bit. That is the life that he wants for you. So don't have the fear of choosing to dare greatly. And the last key to standing out is the ability to persevere and endure. It is scientifically proven that perseverance and endurance is more important for success than talent. Tom Brady maybe doesn't have the most natural talent in the world, but his ability to persevere and endure is what got him to the place that he was at today. 
Think of the most success. Think about how successful you can be in the marketplace. You can be in your job. You can be in your family. If when the going gets tough, they look to you because they know that you have obviously the confidence to overcome, you overcome your fear, but also the ability to persevere. Even when you have that fear, even when you have that self-doubt, even when the money in the bank doesn't look too hot, you still have the ability to keep going. Perseverance and endurance is crucial because the reality is it's not supposed to be easy. You will face seasons and moments of difficulty in your life. That is not a question if it's going to happen, but it's a question of when it's going to happen. But when those moments come, whenever they happen or wherever they may happen, what are you going to do? Because essentially, you have two choices. You can quit or you can keep going. Most people in life, when they're on the path to stand out, when they're in the path to pursue excellence and to pursue their calling in life, when they get punched in the face from life, they fall down, they stay down, they throw a little pity party for themselves. And that's normal. I throw pity parties for myself all the time. But what matters is if you're able to get back up because what is your other option? Whatever you're battling right now, whatever insecurity, whatever demon you've been fighting, whatever heartbreak you may be going through, what options do you have other than to stay down or to keep going? You must persevere. One of the best examples of this is the Apostle Paul. It talks about it in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, where he says that he was stoned, he was beaten, he was shipwrecked three times, he was imprisoned, he went through all of this adversity in life, but still, that didn't distract him from his purpose of spreading God's word, of spreading the good news of Jesus. Even when he was starving, even when he was shivering in the cold, even when he was shipwrecked, his focus was, his concern was, is how can I spread the good news of the gospel? I'm still concerned about the Christian salvation. That was his primary concern, and that's how it needs to be in your life. Maybe you feel like you just got shipwrecked. Maybe your boyfriend of 10 years, you guys just broke up and you feel like a mess. You feel like you don't know how you're going to go on. You feel like there's no way that you can pick yourself back up. You can. No matter what you're going through, God gives you the ability to overcome. And it's not going to happen in one day. It takes consistency and perseverance and endurance to keep going. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have all of the answers. All you have to have is the willingness to persevere the willingness to endure no matter what life throws at you. When life hits you, you have to hit back. One example that I'll just be very vulnerable and share with you guys about is um, a lot of these things have helped me um, battling starting this podcast. The reason I started this, if I'm being honest, was I don't think I necessarily wanted to um, I had a lot of fear that I was going to be embarrassed, that people were going to think I'm weird, that it would not do well at all, that no one was going to watch it. Um, but I felt a calling in my life from God to try it. And the reason that I, even though I really didn't want to, <laughs> decided to go forward with it is because I thought, 
you know what? I might be judged. I might be criticized. I might look stupid. I might be a failure. I might fail miserably. But I would rather try and fail than to live my life with regret that I never tried at all, that I never gave myself a chance. And all of those things that I'm fearful of or I was fearful of might very well happen, but you have to decide what is more scary to you, living with that failure or living with that regret. And that's a question that only you can answer because something about regret is other people may never know about it, They never know what's going on in your heart, your mind, your spirit, and your soul, but you will always know. Until your last dying breath, if you know there's something that you left on the table in your life, other people might not know, but you're going to know that. And you're going to have to face God and tell him why you didn't pursue or use that beautiful gift that he curated just for you. So I would challenge you to really reflect and meditate on that. And in my life... Um, even just with starting this, there's moments where I'm super stressed. Um, I'm super behind on sleep and I'm like, why am I doing this? I'm already super behind on sleep. I don't have time to do this outline. I don't have time to record this. Um, I just got back from a showing and then I have another appointment right now and it's just adding more stress to my life. But the thought of living with that regret is what keeps me going. And every time I'm discouraged, sure enough, every time I'm discouraged, every time I have self-doubt, every time I'm questioning why I'm doing this, sure enough, somebody reaches out to me and says, I watched your podcast. I watched the episode and it helped me so much and I loved it. Don't stop doing what you're doing. Keep going. And even if it's just that one person, that's enough. God sure enough, always gives me the confidence and that little sweet, that little treat (laughs) to keep going, that little wink that what I'm doing is something that he wants for me. And something I've been thinking about too is the reality is, is that there is most likely going to be a day where nobody tells me that, (laughs) where I'm feeling discouraged, I'm feeling overwhelmed, I'm feeling stressed, I'm feeling like this is stupid, and I have nobody to pick me up. No family member, no friend, no companion that's going to get me out of that self-doubt. I have to be the one to do that. In the journey of your life, people come and go. Some people stay, some people don't. But you and God are going to be there the whole entire way. And if there is something that you know and that he knows that you're leaving on the table, that's going to affect your life more than anybody else's. And the reality is, is that the purpose that he gave you, it might not always be about you. At least for this, when I feel discouraged, like I had a tough appointment right now, so I'm not in the best mood. Before I start, I tell myself, this is not about me. This is about the people who are watching and the people that I'm. my goal is to help and to serve. And that's the same case for your life. If there's a business that you want to start, if there's a goal that you want to achieve, if there's a standard or a life for your family that you see, maybe it's not about you. You pursuing your God-given gift helps the people in your life as well. 
It helps your family. It helps your legacy. It has it helps your community. And think about all the lives you can touch from pursuing your purpose, for setting that example, for daring to stand out, for daring to be great. Living a life of significance is much more important than living a life of success. So I want you to meditate on that this week as you wonder, when I'm doing something that I really don't want to do, am I going to give it my 100%? If there's an insecurity or a doubt or a fear that I have, am I going to overcome it or am I going to let it overcome me? And when the going gets tough, because my friend, it will get tough, am I going to persevere or am I going to give up? Am I going to get hit by life and get knocked down or am I going to get up and hit it back? And something that may help you is anticipate fear, anticipate adversity. On your path to standing out, if you tell yourself this is going to be hard, this is not going to be easy, I'm going to face many challenges, when those challenges come, you're more prepared and you have the mindset to face them because you already expected that they were going to be there. So expect adversity because it's definitely going to happen, but you have to persevere and keep going. And I have a couple of notes for the conclusion, but I'm not going to say them because the best words to end this are actually not my words. It's words from God's word. It is God's word. And that can be found in 2 Timothy For I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time for my departure is close. I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. There is reserved for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on that day. And not only to me, but to all those who have loved his appearing. When you are in harmony with the life and the purpose that God has for you, There is a crown of righteousness made just for you that's waiting for you on the other side. Nobody else can give that to you and nobody else can take it away. It was designed specifically for you. So even when you're battling self-doubt, even when you're battling insecurity, even when the going gets tough and you don't have friends or family members there to protect you, you have the best news, which is that you are backed by God by the calling that God put on your life that he gave to you. You have the permission to feel insecure, but you have to keep going because you're backed by the ultimate source. And no matter what anybody can do, nobody can take that purpose away from you because nobody else gave it to you. Thank you all so much for watching um, and we'll see you next time.